This is a test. This is a test. <laughs> now you say. This is also a test. Laugh. We laugh. Fucks with you. I know that one's kind of. That's so good. Is it okay? Yeah. yeah. All right. And away we go. Is film like milk? Yes. It's got culture in it. And it's. Mm. Damn it. Leche. <laughs> Whole milk. Skim milk. Medium milk. I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk Could me? Could you milk me? Hi, and welcome back to Age Like Stupid. <laughs> welcome back to Age Like Milk, the podcast where we decide if a movie has gone bad in the mind fridge of your mind. I am one of your hosts, Paris Taylor, and joining me live today, we're live, baby, is... David William Rogers. We're both wearing gray shirts right we, now. This keeps happening to me. I Whoa. keep um, matching the significant people I in my life. Are you wearing Scott. black pants? Too? No, okay, okay, okay. Sometimes Scott and I, yeah, accidentally yeah. match... Like, t- totally do not get dressed. Do you and Libby do that yet? Are you at that stage? I don't, yeah. I don't know. If maybe we wear the same Kirkland sweatpants on uh-huh. the same day. There we go. But that's about it. Yeah. yeah I mean, those pants there. be good. Mm-hmm. Um, David, it's been a while since we've been in IRL, so the yeah. energy's going to be diff. And uh, what is the film we're doing today? The film we are doing today is Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire. What? Academy-nominated oh film. Oh, my God. I think it swept that year. Yeah. Uh, this came out in 2000. This is actually a TV movie. Um, it was directed by Steve Boyum. And the writers are Lindsay Nathans, because that ain't Nathans, and Robert Keats. Stars a young Matt O'Leary, mm-hmm. Laura Vandervoort and Miles Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I had not heard about this or seen this. <laughs> Nobody you, has. You I hit think. me up the other day and we're like, "You still got Disney Plus?" I said, "I still got Disney Plus." You know, I was looking. There was some kind of listicle somebody sent me, and it was like Disney movies you can't believe are like still on Disney. And I went looking for one because it sounded hilarious, and now I can't remember which one it was, yeah. and they did not have it. But then this one, you know how. Sometimes when you go on streaming and it's like, sorry, were you looking for, <laughs> you're like Titanic. And it's like, were you looking for Jack in a boat? And you're like, no, but what is this? Yeah, that, I did hear something about Jack in a boat. So this one came up and I feel like I have been on a little bit of a vampire kick over the last couple of years. Um, and it's been a long time since we did a Disney movie. And I was like, it's 90 minutes. Yeah. So we watched Just it. Rock with it. Yeah. And it's like not one of those movies that I was like, oh man, this is such a like nostalgia for me. Had you ever heard of this? No, nah, I never heard of this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the only, I recognize Matt O'Leary. Mm-hmm. So I just was looking at his IMDB and saw, or yeah, and saw some of his other credits, but I don't, he does look familiar. But then, uh, what is it? Um, Caroline. Ray, Ray, yeah. she's yeah, Sabrina, Sabrina the Teenage, teenage yeah. Witch, which, uh, which, 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 we watched a lot growing up. Same. So she was a household, yeah, face she was one of the sure aunties, for, yeah. the fun auntie. Mm-hmm. And then also Charles Shaughnessy, he was the dad in the nanny. You don't remember that? I don't remember the nanny. Oh damn, the nanny named Fran. Do you remember? He's in the nanny named Fran. He was the dad. Wait, who starred in that? Um. Fran Drescher. Yeah, she had, okay, I do then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's the she, president of SAG. Yeah, she is. I just saw, TV I saw a post about her. Yeah. She, yeah, when she was striking. like, well, actors ain't going to strike because they got different uh, different needs than writers. And then all the actors are like, the fuck we don't. But did she say it like that or how did she talk? I mean, she's like, ah! <laughs> and everyone was like subtitled yeah so no she actually doesn't sound that um obnoxious in yeah, real life person. i guess but yeah charles was the was the handsome dad had a bit of a crush on him in the 90s and early okay. 2000s good for him yeah good for him yeah i hadn't 
I hadn't put those two together. Yeah, he's getting up there now, though. But he's I mean, born in 1955, so... 145 episodes on The Nanny. Damn, they don't make TV shows like that anymore. I feel like that's what the writers are kind of fighting for. Which like, would be great to get yeah. back to for mm-hmm. writers, actors, mm-hmm. everybody involved. Yeah, imagine, like, well, I feel like Grey's, Grey's Anatomy is, like, one of the longest-running shows now, but the opportunity to, like, really have a character progression to really i mean you're an actor it's like yeah. getting into that character so deeply so like having places to go you know when you do one or two seasons or three seasons it's like you want to see your character fly also for booking and you're trying to plan your future and if things are coming up and every summer you're not you don't know again. if you're going to get yeah. um a, another season mm-hmm. right and it's like well you know sometimes you hear it's rare that be like, oh, this got greenlit for two extra seasons because mm-hmm. um, the show's so good. But yeah, it is interesting. Sabrina the Teenage Witch, too, I'm looking at it. They had 142 episodes. I swear so to God, they don't do that as yeah. much anymore. Like, I've seen cast photos where they do, like, they do a cake for 100 episodes. I can't, in, in my mind, like, if a season order now these days is like eight to 10 episodes, maybe 12. Yeah. It's like, what shows are getting to, to 100? And one of the things, too, right, with the strike. It's these mini rooms, mm. and they're creating all this content and writing, and then they're like, all right, see you later. Away, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. It's funny as well. Like, you raised something interesting. I was thinking about how, you know, we're talking about characters and, like, how people are able to kind of, like, live in those characters. When you have actors hopping from season to season, show to show, it kind of creates this musical chairs vibe. And it was – we have a friend, Caroline, who was, I think, our 50th episode. Um, she's a writer on strike right now, obviously. And she wrote on that show, The Bold Type. And I truthfully have never really seen it. So sometimes what I do is I'll go and watch like pilots of shows. Mm. And I'm watching the pilot of The Bold Type. And it has Megan Fahey, who is in season two of The White Lotus. She's the blonde wife um, who like cheats on her husband. And it also has uh, Melora Hardin, who plays... Jan in the office, the American office. Oh, okay. And she has like this funny little, she has this funny haircut. And I was like, it was taking me out of it because I'm like, oh my God, White Lotus, the office. office. Yeah. You know, like Fran Drescher, that's such an iconic character, even though you were like, wait, remind me? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. We just don't have that anymore. So yeah. anyway, so when I saw this movie right away, I was like, oh my God, it's the dad from the nanny <laughs> <laughs> as the hot guy, the suave guy. But David, tell us tell us the plot of this movie since I chose oh it. Oh man! Go ahead. Well, first of all, oh yeah, I too. need a little bit of that <laughs> booty sweat. Oh, I can't open mine. Maybe I need you to open mine. <laughs> I struggle with mine too. It's got some nails on. Yeah. There we go. Two booty sweats that we got in tonight. Cheers, Cheers, girl! Yeah. <laughs> all right. Mm. So <laughs> it's not the same to drink booty sweat over Zoom. Mm-hmm. You know. It's just it like it doesn't little, feel as good. A little crisper. Yeah. On mm, the fresh on the mouth. You got the you got a grapefruit one there? Yeah, grapefruit topa chico. I'm going limon white claw. And that's that's free that's for free this episode. Advertising. Yeah, but yeah. hit us up, Fortaleza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See you. <laughs> you said you tried to get some Fortaleza sold out. Yeah. We were like, You're welcome, bitch. Yeah. This yeah. is what we do here. Listen, we just create memories over Good here. luck finding a lemon white claw yeah, after, after this. After this <laughs> with our millions of listeners. <laughs> but anyway, okay, so the plot of All this right. film. Mom's got a date with a vampire. <laughs> so you got this this youngin, Adam, Matt O'Leary, and he is a huge like monster guy, loves vampires. They start this movie. He's on the couch watching a vampire movie. His little brother's hiding behind the couch. His sister's on the phone. 
you get this Disney kind of family. Everybody's like arguing with each other and on top of each other. Uh, mom comes home and she's like, what's going on here? You guys shouldn't be watching this in front of the little one, blah, 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 blah. Argue a little bit more. Then um, Matt go or sorry, Adam goes to school, played by Matt O'Leary, and he gets tickets for like this backstage concert mm. for like some headless horseman band or something like that. I don't know. At this fair. Which, by the way, the shirts look like someone. Screen like, printed. Yeah. yeah just eight <laughs> different colors. It was like. It put him in go. his closet. This is the band that everyone's obsessed <laughs> with. See, they have all got the t-shirts. And he'd never see the band or hear a song yeah, from him. Thanks so much. Yeah, but uh, Adam's obsessed with him. He gets uh, his buddy gets backstage passes, and he's all flipping out. Uh, Adam's not doing too good in school, mm -hmm. so he gets home. Mom finds out that he's not doing good in school. He gets grounded for the weekend. So tough, man. His sister Chelsea starts mouthing off. She gets grounded for the mm -hmm. weekend, but she's got a date with mm -hmm. Peter. <laughs> so they got to come up with a solution to get this single mom out of the house for the weekend. So mm. they go online, uh, which we'll talk about. I think it was <laughs> dial up and they do, they find like some ads and it's like a personals ad in the yeah, paper. like men seeking woman or mm -hmm. something like that. They'd see on like Craigslist or whatever. So they make up this plan to get them to go to a grocery store because they want pancakes. They get this guy to meet her there. They bump into each other. They're talking. It's, you know, some sparks are flying. They get her on the date. The little one sees that he turns into a, <laughs> a bat, bat outside of the grocery store. He just drops his bags, <laughs> just paid a ton of money for it, turns into a bat, flies away. So the little one. <laughs> they, they're like, no, they're they, gaslighting the fuck out exactly. of this kid. <laughs> it's like, you just see that shit. Yeah, you're watching too many movies. Uh. Um, so the, the mom goes on the date. The little one uh, takes his bike takes off and Adam and Chelsea are like, oh my God, they're going to ruin our night. Um, we got to go find him before he gets to mom and ruins it. So they go there. Um, Adam walks in with the little kid. He's like, I'm going to prove to you that this guy isn't really a vampire. They're talking. The vampire makes up some stupid ass spoon test, puts it on his nose. The little one is like, okay, fine. We're good. Um, they walk out and Adam sees that he can't see his reflection in the mirror. Mm -hmm knows he's a vampire he's like holy shit chelsea we got to cancel our plans call peter you're not going on your date and then they're back and forth with this guy trying to get him you know out of the mom's life she gets in a trance they end up at his house oh they you're missing about van helsing Val yeah true sorry this is a so a vampire hunter vampire hunter that taylor the littlest one calls and invites in his house with his babysitter <laughs> and gives him a cookie and they're holding hands really suspect <laughs> there and uh gets him on the case van helsing jumps in and the whole family gets uh the vampire in the coffin uh what was it like silver laced bolts in the coffin mm -hmm. and no one dies but everybody's happily ever after and then van helsing and lynette the mom uh, I think are gonna get after it and that's yeah and that's the that's movie. that Disney was like greenlit yeah we're in uh real quick <laughs> it, there was a little controversy I don't know if you saw no, that I did not see so there was a scene that everybody was getting upset about because uh -oh. this went to Disney the Disney Channel mm -hmm. this premiered on mm -hmm. o October 13th 2000 and there was a scene where uh Dimitri the vampire mm -hmm. looks at the dog at a family dog and licks his lips mm. like he's going to eat the dog. Everybody flipped out about it. They removed it from mm. Disney and you can't even find it on DVD or VHS anymore. Mm. So yeah, you can't go eating dogs. It's interesting. I feel like 
there's a lot of discourse online about like can we stop killing the dogs because it's a pretty easy trope i feel like yeah. the the one i'm thinking of most recently that i saw was this movie the invitation which takes place basically in a house in la not the, to be confused with the drac the vampire invitation that came out recently this is a a more recent indie film i definitely have re- referenced it before and the basic premise is like this guy goes to a house party his ex invites him and then slowly you realize that she's joined this cult and she wants them all to like murder suicide that's the Ooh. spoiler alert it's a really good film it's very contained horror it's more of a psychological horror um but in the first like five minutes they're driving up the hills and they hit a dog and i've just like read that like that's just like something that people do for like tugging on heartstrings was it necessary for the storyline i mean it's a jump scare kind of thing i think i think people are just like so in love with dogs and animals that it feels very like convenient and actually now that we've talked about it i'll be curious when you're watching films and tvs and stuff see if it pops up more because ever since i read something about that i think the article was like can we stop killing the dog and it's like it does come up a lot so interesting that they took that out of this film yeah for sure maybe it was wasn't that they were going to kill the dog it is disney mm. but it was that he was looking to eat the dog yeah and we don't want to be or feast on the dog yeah besides the point that he's going to feast on the the humans yeah fuck them really creepy the way they shot that too though yeah there's a scene where um adam and chelsea are like in his trance and he's in slow motion about to eat them yeah and then the mother's get on their necks through yeah oh the power of love power which of love. we found out later is one of the rules how to get out of yeah, the trance not convenient. not before yeah. Yeah. oh yeah i forgot this rule oh yeah by the way <laughs> no well they kind of sh- foreshadow it when he's watching the movie and like the, the true love oh that's right yeah okay yeah um which i was I'm googling mistaken. i am still going through the cast credits here i could swear that's a young evan rachel wood do you know who that is that was that was the the dracula's bride i am no she looked a little bit older is maybe. this is tiffany pr- no tiffany was a babysitter uh I think. yeah i was looking through i want to i'm gonna go all the way to the bottom uh to see i could have sworn she looked um but it, it could have been like somebody yeah. i was like wait evan rachel woods and that's also because i was a little disoriented when uh <laughs> you know you start on this like very cheesy <laughs> movie but anyway i don't see her in the credits so i guess i'm uh, wrong but yes, a few things to discuss in this film, funnily enough, because it is a Disney film. Yeah. Some things you want to start? I mean, <laughs> I, the, the one of the biggest glaring ones that was super ridiculous was the taxi cab driver. Okay. Oh, my I God. I didn't think you were going to start with that. I, I had to because, like, I rewound it a few times. <laughs> like, they do, you know, like, basically, like, the a poo voice from the Simpsons mm-hmm. for this cab driver who is Indian and it's just terrible. It's so bad. Yeah. It's <laughs> very ooh, 2000. And thinking about this movie after I was done watching it, I was like, I don't, it was all like white people that made this. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and they didn't have a thought in their head that about doing about that. anything with minorities. Yep. And they're like, this is okay that we do this voice. I don't even think it was like malicious. Yeah. It was just like, now nah, we're doing this. It's it's fine. I know. Uh, the guy who played the cabbie was Adil Ahmad. And it's funny, like, we do have friends that are, you know, minorities. I mean, you yourself are half black. Yeah. And it's like, how did he feel being told to do it like that? Like, you know, there's TikToks and stuff about it now where it's like, 
actors go in for an audition and it's like oh can you do it more arabic and then they don't know and it's what they really mean is like yeah, stereotype or like chinese yeah exactly. um i was thinking about this i sent you a movie that maybe we'll do on mm-hmm. in instagram is matt mcconaughey and it's there's a lot of little people in it mm. so i was thinking like if we could find somebody that acted in that movie mm-hmm. a great question that i would want to ask them is like how do you feel about yeah. getting these roles going into these movies where it's just like yes you are playing just this little person and maybe we ha- depth yeah we haven't seen really the movie but at the same time like there's a lot of like slave movies mm-hmm. where black actors get the chance to act or like a drug dealer mm-hmm. right stereo stereotype like again that, yeah but then it's like okay so i have the opportunity this is my dream job mm-hmm. like yeah i want to take this to exactly to live my dream and make a living off it and at the same time it's like well how would you this feel? is all i can i mean do. you're breaking in yeah if someone was like you're because of the color of your skin you're gonna play a rapper or yeah. you know someone from the wrong side of the tracks mm-hmm. like i'm sure you would probably say yes because yeah. you want the opportunity but you know that's very surface you know i think you're the type of person that would be like and maybe every actor is like i'll bring depth to this like yeah. i'll change and that's it up where my mind went like i'm telling someone's story yeah. right i'm creating that character if it's not based off a real person and there, there's going to be some a lot of life there it's not just going to be one dimensional otherwise it's corny I've heard so many people, honestly, people who are like borderline, it's like, do you have something to say about this? You know, that are kind of, they have an opinion about like The Great, for example, which has basically just rewritten history and put people of color in the courts of Russia. Mm -hmm. Now, there definitely were people with darker skin, but it's like, uh, you know, the Shonda Rhimes series with um, Bridgerton, Bridgerton. you know, they're just kind of like rewrite history a little bit how do you feel about that? and it works it right it does work so we we started bridgerton libby and i a couple of days ago it's actually cute yeah it is i only got a first couple of episodes she's she is did you do the og since. bridgerton or did you do queen charlotte which is the new og og yeah OG the og bridgerton. one is good yeah yeah and um really good acting mm-hmm. all around and yeah the queen great and writing. you know what i mean the costumes are great yeah costumes everything's great the music they play so good they play uh recent music but <laughs> in a violin <laughs> yeah yeah like it's Taylor really Swift c- yeah like it's ariana a, it's a grande cool conceit i can't believe they didn't do it before but then we went and saw little mermaid recently mm-hmm. same thing uh, the the mom there's prince eric eric's a white dude his mom is black mm-hmm. ariel black woman you know what i mean all and it does none, none of it matters mm-hmm. at all like javier bardem is mm-hmm. is the father of ariel okay. i haven't seen it yet. yeah but, but i'm just saying just yeah. acting wise and you don't really think about it Mm-mm. right so like seeing bridgerton and seeing little mermaid it's getting more prevalent mm-hmm. and and it's working and it's sec- successful mm-hmm. financially too for the studio mm-hmm. so it's like you yeah. know how long have have they held back on making these projects because oh no we can't do that it's, it's not accurate be, yeah Bullshit. this fantasy oftentimes we talk about the lack of diversity which obviously is something that this falls into there's no even discussion to be had about it there's just they're all white kids <laughs> and they're white family and the only person of color is like well it's a bouncer yeah i think yeah and then the the taxi Cab driver, driver. Yeah. but it's yeah very very the teacher very i think that yells at him as a woman of color like they're he walks in. all these all the minorities are yeah the teacher side characters but they're and they're working mm-hmm. none of them are out leisurely mm-hmm. on t- in the town right mm-hmm. that they're not in that weird ass bar that they go dancing in with there's the no one yeah she sings that yeah, and i think that i think that someone would could be like to play devil's advocate well it's not really about that but like 
now you see films and it's like diversity exists like representation exists yeah. let's just do that it's that minorities just don't work in your town yeah <laughs> <laughs> and they go stay but we've stay talked about this night. it's almost like the 2000s movies and late 90s like are worse offenders than like the 70s movies yeah. and the 80s movies so yeah yeah very interesting okay well that is not what i thought you were going to go for first i thought you were going to go for my big glaring headline of this movie is young boy feels he has ownership over his female relatives bodies yeah i, I was thought that was going to be a big yes. one we'd talk about listen yes. if you're not a kid selling your <laughs> t- sister, sister to a bully <laughs> to a 10th grader for backstage passes from your best friend then what are we doing let's back it up so the best friend boof what's his name <laughs> biff <laughs> i like buff yeah best friend <laughs> quote unquote not the smartest character also not a good actor so sorry to is this it kid. duffy duffy yeah or is that the bully i, I think it's duffy okay duffy then, yeah duffy's brother work got a job at a radio station so he can get them backstage passes he says i'm grounded i can't go so duffy goes ahead and invites the bully of the school yeah the 10th grader to go with him dumb dumb but then he's like we're cool now so i'm like mm, kind of smart and then to get his backstage passes back he's like what do you want he's like i want to date with your sister and he's like and she has to kiss me and immediately I'm like, Ugh. otherwise no deal. And he came to the table with a baseball glove, like mm-hmm. a sign, mm-hmm. ball, magazines, and the guy's like, "No, nah, it's kid stuff. I want your sister." It's pimping. It's I want r- I want your older sister. It's totally pimping. Yeah. And then not only that, but he's also doing this to his mom, like setting her up on a blind date. Like the backstory of this is, you know, she gets a wedding invitation in the mail, and they're separated, and it's to her ex-husband's he's getting remarried and she's kind of obviously feeling some type of way and but like what if she doesn't want to go on a date what if she's experimenting being bisexual what yeah. if she's you know because she finds herself she even says yeah. at the club like hey like this has been great but i'm mm-hmm. like this i realized something about myself tonight that she's i've been i've been missing yeah. out on for a while now and i want to get back to that but yeah if uh he adam's a man of the house now okay dad's out of there no. so who else are you gonna <laughs> who else is gonna be the one to sell off oh my god i was just like headline young boy pimps (laughs) out family uh that was a big problem for me yeah Um, and then they do address it at the end but like if you're a kid and you're not getting all the way through a movie because maybe you're falling asleep what what is the message here yeah because still he does yeah he says sorry Mm -hmm. but i mean come on that's i was thinking like and this is disney but i'm like if this is call these adults like Mm -hmm. you know put this movie 10 years for everybody mm-hmm. it's like i want to date with your sister we're all of age and she's got to fuck me yeah. or you know what i mean yeah and it's disney so it's a kiss but it's still to it's me gross, to me yeah. it's still kind of like a it really r- fucked up the consent exactly right exactly. and I, I think that this is a jokey i was thinking about it and i couldn't think of any exact examples maybe like i don't know american pie or something like there are so many examples through films where this is just kind of a throwaway line and we as a society have to hold ourselves to higher standards because what we talk about matters to kids or like mm-hmm. what jokes we make even like i saw there's obviously been some controversy in target about like pride stuff and then this guy was like making a joke he's like yeah i'm gonna boycott target because like when i go to the boys section it says like you can be anything and then the girls the girls section is like 
pretty princess. And it's like, <laughs> that shit matters, yeah. you know? Like yeah. these dumb TV movies that kids are consuming. I don't know. No, like yeah. Got on my high horse. I'm like, yeah, you're absolutely right. And like, we could do a side note to that Target thing. My my thing is like, you know, there's Walmart. <laughs> you're you're gonna walk These around Target and t- take a video and throw t-shirts These on the ground. These boycotts are so stupid. Yeah, it's it's get a real problem. Yeah. Like, who the fuck cares about a kid wearing a rainbow? Like. Families come in all shapes and sizes or these days. Or a person on a, but a it's like Bud, the Bud Light, Light thing. Can. I know. Yeah. That um, Instagram person who, you know, I've actually followed them through. First they came out as gay. Then they were non-binary. Now she's she. Mm-hmm. And it's like, who the fuck cares? <laughs> she didn't piss in your beer. Yeah. Like, I would understand if you're like, you know what? I don't want to drink this piss beer. Yeah. Um, and she happens to be trans. But like, <laughs> but it's just like false outrage. It, it definitely is. It's get a problem yeah uh, like a real life yeah real life problem like i don't know maybe a of children whatever the fuck. children hunger yeah or, or fresh water or those automatic guns in school yeah like, you know <laughs> yeah or yeah fresh water or like the sky being yellow in new york because yeah. of fires or the ocean nah. dying nah, yeah we'll just switch beers this goddamn rainbow <laughs> shit um but yeah so i thought that was a big message that i was like oh this is mm-hmm. that was my headline was like young boy pimps family. I, I do think that's the most um, most the biggest issue with this with this movie. Yeah. Um, well, I also think, you know, you touched on it earlier, like the vampire kid thing. Uh, when I started watching it, Scott was kind of walking in out of the room because he doesn't always sit with me and watch these movies because he's like, what the fuck are you watching? And I said to him, this guy is very into this woman with three young kids and like not to be read. And he's like, Oh, so single moms aren't allowed to date. I said, it's not single moms aren't allowed to date. He's coming to their house. He knows where they live. It's like, it felt very predatory, yeah. which it obviously is. If this was made like last year, there'd be TikToks making fun of this, like editing Chris Hansen. Yes. In, yes. <laughs> for like Do that. you know why you're Bill here? Helsing. Why don't you come over yeah, here yeah. and sit down? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, um, yeah. And then, yes, also, even though it's, like, portrayed as, like, he's helping when Van Helsing goes with the youngest one, who's just running around town by yeah. himself. They're in a car alone together. He shares his sandwich with him. He's holding his hand. That babysitter is... You're just letting an adult man up. into this house? Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? He has to go to bed. Oh, okay. You're, you you're going to make him a cookie? Go? Yeah. Hang right. out? All right. All right. See cool. you later. Well, I'll be here. <laughs> She's like, ooh, collecting my $10 an hour. It's 2000 I want to talk on my dial-up internet. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, a lot of questions. Also, those personal ads and then the kids emailing. I'm like, this is a Chris Hansen yeah. situation for yeah. sure. I, they got money, too. Like, that kid's got a full computer in his room, mm-hmm. which means the other ones do. Maybe, yeah. Right? 2000s. You know, nice bikes. Nice bikes. They're doing their thing. Two-story house. Yeah. I know it's hard as a millennial, you know, that's like, maybe I'll never own a house to watch like Home Alone or this movie and be like, what does she do for yeah, a living? Yeah, Tell me. Because her music career. <laughs> it didn't take didn't off. Didn't take off. She was a rockabilly? Rockabilly, which I still don't know what, what that is. I feel like it's kind of country. Country-ish. I don't know. I like it. Or more like bluegrass. Yeah. And then, like, what happened to her band? This movie suffered from the fact that it was 90 minutes. Like, this movie could have been two hours with some backstory. Like, we could have met the dad 
we could have met the boyfriend we could have seen the band we could have yeah you know gone to obviously they didn't want to do the harvest festival because that would have been really expensive could have developed a little more on the vampire's yeah. backstory because he's just and he's he's on he's he online yeah. you know he's got his his computer and mouse right by his coffee that was funny when it was like yeah. you've got mail and his hand <laughs> just comes out with the frilly um yeah very silly yeah it's all right so you're talking about you've kind of been on the vampire kick the past mm. couple of years. What did you think about the these vampire rules compared to other movies we've done or like other vampire stories you've read? Great question because I've been thinking about this. Uh, it felt very middle of the road. You know, what do we know about if, – if I say to you, like, what do you know about vampires? You'd say, like, the garlic thing. Garlic. Steaks. Reflection. Silver bullets. Daytime. Can't go over yeah. the threshold without being invited in. That was something yep. in this movie, yep. too. And I feel like, I don't know, the vampire stories are, like, you can almost kind of make it up yourself, you know? Um, I'd say that my favorite recent movie that I saw, I mean, it's not, it didn't come out recently, but I saw it recently because I'm a wuss, was Let the Right One In, which is the Scandinavian movie that they remade as an American version with, I think, Chloe Moretz. But the Scandinavian version... Um, different in that like when they open up the blinds like the vampire bursts into flames which mm -hmm. i feel like doesn't it's sometimes it's like they crumble or they burn yeah or they just like sizzle up a little yeah. bit and they try to get out of the sunlight and then there's the the whole like they can't age thing so it's like when you turned you turned also like uh interview with a vampire which we did i feel like that kind of was a little different yeah. as well that had like a sexual bent to it sort yeah. of so i don't know this one was very middle of the road i mean this is it's funny, you know, I was like researching it and I went to one of those parental websites and it was like, you know, they have all these different categories and it's like drinking alcohol. No, alcohol is present, but it's not consumed. And then it's like violence or whatever. And it's like someone gets pushed. Someone gets their ear twisted. Like it's not a very violent film, obviously. No, there's the fight scene and it's kind of ridiculous yeah. to me because it's all in slow motion and they're all in the, the vampire's house. And it's <laughs> it's like, okay, when's the slow-mo going to stop? Yeah, uh, too much slow-mo. Yeah, yeah, let's speed it up a little bit. But yeah, the, the vampire rules are interesting. Um, the graphics were a little off, mm. right, when he turned into the bat. That was bad. And then... That was real... Do you remember that show Alex Mack? Yeah, where she... Where she would turn into a puddle. And go under the doors. It was like... I had a crush on her. Yeah, she was yeah, cute. She was, that was all that, right? Or sorry, um, what was it? What was a night called where it was like the show All That, oh, Alex Mack? Alex Mack, yeah, uh, Nick at Night. Nick, no, was or it was Nick? it TGIF? Oh, maybe. It was they one all of blur them. together. Yeah, yeah. It was like one of the s more adult ones. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. She was, yeah, yeah, I had a little crush on her. <laughs> David has a type for sure. <laughs> Tall and blonde. Yeah, ready yeah. Ready to go. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Not, not super violent. I mean, oh. it really can't be. He definitely had the teeth. But and he was kind of moving in at one point on a couple of them, but it wasn't because you know the the tale of the vampire vampirism it's kind of sexual in nature in the terms of like they are penetrating yeah. you and taking life force taking and yeah. then you know making them your slave and stuff like yeah, that yeah, yeah. and you're bonded to them and et cetera et cetera so obviously they can't really touch that yes yeah. I mean some other ones have done like legit love story mm. where it's like vampire whoever the vampire is is 
looking for his love to be reincarnated in another woman Mm -hmm. years down the line like i've waited for you Mm -hmm. do you remember Mm -hmm. blah blah blah. and they're trying to get it out of them to remember past lives where they were madly in love you know what i mean yeah and i i i tend to like those ones a little bit more um, and this one was not that, but it was like he was looking for his life princess yeah, partner. Yeah. And he was going for the mom. But <laughs> it's also interesting to me. Why be on a chat site? Like you, you can you, convince anyone. Yeah. You have a nice house. You're balling. You bought a Ferrari. If you were just looking for anybody, which it seemed like it was, you didn't really have any connection Criteria, to her. Yeah. 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 Well, he the grocery for her store. specifically. You could have just been going, you know, you could have been doing some speed dating. Yeah. Or just hit the clubs a little bit. <laughs> Whiskey bar. I don't know. Wait, we didn't talk about going back to what you said about like the, the lore, L-O-R-E, of vampires. One thing I did like in this was the guy hunting him when he lit up, he did something in the footsteps and it like caught on fire. Yeah. That was cool. Yep. He like Which followed it. We missed. That's another uh, minority. Oh, black cards uh, okay <laughs> he Good. was a little bit goofy yeah um but yeah that that was cool that part was cool it just felt very like at the end i mean listen it's disney everything was very heteronormative so like it didn't work out with the vampire but guess what it's gonna work out with van helsing even though she said she was actually fine being, being alone. alone for a little bit yeah she's a single woman with three children she has to find you someone to remarry. have to be with somebody yeah. daddy's home adam will f- adam will sell you off eventually <laughs> <laughs> if it's not this guy, it's going to be someone else. That kid's computer is getting taken away, I oh. hope. It should be. I hope. Um, fucking middle child. What the fuck? <laughs> he we did good. Do- he did a good job, though. He with came dialogue, back and saved his- Oh, he was a good actor. Just as an actor. Yeah. yeah. With that that character type for 2000s, yeah. 90s movies. You know, the kid just really intellectual, yeah. quick talking. I got, an, I got an idea. I'm real slick, guys. He had to carry the film. Yeah. And it's funny because you see him up against like his friend who, again, was quite wooden. There's a part I felt kind of bad, but it was just terrible. Was it when they were walking down the corridor? And he asked – or no, no. That was n- not the greatest, but he <laughs> asked – Adam asked him about the ticket later, mm-hmm. and he just stands there blank and not even like – you can pretend to not know what someone's talking but about. But like think. Cause like exactly. Because yeah. that's what he was supposed to be doing. Yeah. And then Adam's like, oh, you're just messing with me. And then he starts laughing. Have a reaction. But he's just literally just <laughs> deadpan. Just like maybe, dead inside. Maybe he was a robot. It's just <laughs> AI. Didn't switch him on. Yeah. He's like, whoop. Uh, yeah. I mean, even the little, little kid, Taylor, the little brother, he was good. Yeah, he was good. Um, but you know what? The mom did a great job. I mean, acting performances, mostly good. Yeah. Little kids, it's hard. And and for Disney, a mm-hmm. Disney movie like yeah. this, it's not the easiest, too, because you got to, like, punch it up a little yeah. bit. And, like, uh, Chelsea had a couple that was like, oh, oh, my God. Like, are you serious? Yeah. Roll our, roll eyes. Roll our eyes. She's the big sister. Yeah. She's yeah. She's like, ugh, you're gross. Yeah. Awful. I'm on the phone. I'm on the phone. <laughs> that was great. It did bring up back a little bit of nostalgia, because I think you and I are that generation that we saw the internet come in. So this was familiar, like the dial up. Yeah. I never had a computer in my room because no. like, geez, like we had one family computer in the living room and it was like, you can take turns. Same. And we rarely got to use it because it was dial up. Yeah. And my dad used Someone it. could be trying to call. Yeah. Get off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. How yeah. it would just disconnect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny. Like computers were not a big part of my childhood. Like, um, 
we did ha- I mean I definitely dabbled in chat rooms and stuff like in AOL when yeah, I, yeah. I got a little older what was your AOL name probably like blueberry something I don't even like blueberries that much it was something stupid I mean guys my original email address was like Paza which was in Australia everybody's like Azza or you, you've noticed it like with our Aussie <laughs> friends like our Aussie friend Georgie she'll yeah. always be like Kaza or the you know what does that mean you just, it's just Australians are stupid. You either get like an <laughs> EY sound at the end of your oh, name, like okay, Dave, okay. you'd be Davey or Dazza, you'd probably be. Dazza. I went to, okay. my first boyfriend was Darren in like grades five or six, and he was a Dazza. I don't know, people are stupid. But yeah, and then I also like did love the, the landline because I remember like calling up and chatting with friends and your parents being like, get off the phone. Yeah, and, and they'd pick phone. up another one yeah. from another room. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, it's time. Mm-hmm. Get off. Or you'd get kicked off. Yeah. Is it time for a second booty I think swear? it is. I think I'll try it with my sword. Oh, I got this one. Ooh, she's fresh. Ooh. This one's a tangerine. We're both having a tangerine. Ooh. Booty sweat. Yeah, booty sweat. Mad. Would you become a vampire voluntarily, do you think? Ooh, voluntarily. How, okay. How old am I? This current age. Current Right now. All right. Can't, and I can't be outside. Not during the day. Can't. Do I get to keep, like, okay, so say, say. <laughs> there we go. You'll understand this. So say, like, it's after the summer. I've been outside a ton. Mm-hmm. So I got real good, you know, oh, you my blackness is going. Oh, I got my tan up. This is your biggest up. concern? So do I keep that or do I, am I a pasty bastard? Once I get bit, I mean, like, I do like I lose my color? Every vampire is the pastiest version See? of themselves because the blood gets yep. sucked out. Yeah, that. This is hilarious. That the biggest concern <laughs> of yours, not killing people that, and eating through their blood. That might be difficult. How for tanned me. will I be yeah. for this experience? And then for the rest of eternity. Like we've done Twilight, yeah. and they were eating animals, or they had a blood bank. Right. So, you could so do like, there's options there. Yeah. yeah. But it's really just the the tanness. I just I don't. I like mean, the black vampires in interview with oh there's the tv version of interview with yeah they're not like completely pale true but that's what i'm saying like melanin, I, I lose I, I gain color fast and i can lose it mm. quick if i'm just like so for that reason you're out no i still think <laughs> there's <laughs> there's valid because like you get a couple abilities right yeah lots, lots yeah of abilities. And the thing is too like they don't eat food at all no so he was I on love a bunch. Food. He, yeah, he was on a bunch of dates, so we'd have to give up all food. So I'm gonna say, I'd give human life another two, three years, see what happens, and then, and then maybe jump into a, the vampire. You could become a vampire at like 90, you know, and then. Yeah. I think for me, the only appeal is eternal life. Yeah. Because there's so many things that I want to do, so many things I want to see, so many things I want to experience, and as we get older, I'm more and more aware of like. You know, you got two days off a week, and maybe you go on a couple vacations a year. But yeah. you know, I want to read all the books, I want to learn all the history, I want to see all the movies, learn I wanna languages, and right. Yeah, but also I don't want to do it alone. So like my entire friendship group would have to have to be vamps. Yeah, start a little commune. And what also be cool about that? I mean, eternal eternity is a very long time, right? True. So we could be like, all right, guys, we're gonna catch up in thirty years. Mm-hmm. You know. Like, we're going to go do our own thing or mm-hmm. come back every 10 years, see what we learn, see what's going on. You know? Vamp reunion. Yeah. TM. Exactly. No one steal our idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a series. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, the killing people thing doesn't seem great. No. It seems kind of sad. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. It's a little weird. And 
yeah like the sun thing and i mean seeing all your friends and family die like that's what i was saying like yeah. you have to go turn everyone yeah otherwise it's yeah a lot of isolation it's lonely mm-hmm. yeah maybe that's why he was like looking for his person and he was thirsty for he real was. like very controlling actually yeah, like in the club how he's like okay time to go and yeah. she was living her life getting hungry here mm-hmm. but it's i just don't know why he wasn't out there himself yeah like get off the apps get out there in real life yeah or go find someone who wants to be a vampire like this kid was obsessed with monster movies you think there's not fangirls out there that is a great point he could have set up a website for that like come to my vamp parties and then pick from there want to f- <laughs> fuck my life <laughs> literally uh yeah would you go and do online dating if you were single, like now? Right now, um, because it's different now. It like, is the apps different. have changed everything. I, I, I gotta be honest. I'd probably say I'd be on there, like mm-hmm. intermittently here and there. But I feel like there's enough things going on now post COVID. You mean like social events? Yeah, like meet someone organically. Meet somebody. Like we're playing kickball. Mm-hmm. You know, we all the teams of yeah, this we week of our fucking. Listen, ref. if the ref of this, this game is listening, I just don't know how he is, but probably not listening because he's probably on his phone. Yeah, because he wasn't watching our that game. That one he should kick have been was repping. definitely a foul. Yeah, where the guy got home. Fuck that guy. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. I'd eat him in a second. Yeah, he'd be he'd be gone. See, there's the case yeah. to eat a lot of different people out there in the you world. Just get into like a high maximum security prison because you can do whatever that you want and just yeah. damn these prisoners these <laughs> rapists keep getting randomly yeah. drained of blood <laughs> yeah weird um yeah no you're right you could get out there and be social yeah. i think you know but in this movie it's like it's such a novelty they like oh the internet can do everything mm-hmm. also i did laugh because now i feel like everyone's you know mo is to go just like hey siri which i have to say quietly because my phone doesn't like hey siri or hey alexa um, take me. Oh no! See, there she goes. She's talking. Um, you just talk to her, and she gives you the answer. Or you go to Google. Mm-hmm. In the movie, he's typing in the exact website. To yeah. Go Did you notice that? Yeah. Like you have to. Anyways. Like but I think it was it more of a novelty. Like in when this movie came out, it's like, oh, you can order a pizza online. Oh my god, you yeah. can get a date online. Now people are like, I'm trying to get off the apps. I'm trying to do real life. So. And it's gonna get worse, like with technology. Gen, Gen Alpha, my we had a we had lunch with a friend whose kid is going into middle school, and he was saying that like they have all these interviews with the kids, and one of the big things is eye contact. Like, can these kids make eye contact? Because they're so screen focused. Yeah, it's Not a worry. I mean, if I ever have kids, I think, it, and you say it now, but it's like, all right, no phones until they're like twelve, yeah. right? But then. It, all their friends have them, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, you want to know where they are, and they can contact you. But at the same time, you know. It's but that it's comes from above. Like, I'm addicted to my phone. You know, also, yeah. Scott and I will be watching something, and I look over, and we're both scrolling. Grab for it. Grab for it. Try, for try it. to put it. my phone in the room if I'm going to try to concentrate on something. I've been reading a lot of books lately, and that's the that's only good. thing, just for fun, that's the only thing that, like, fully absorbs me. Or I've been trying to do some drawer. Like, you know, things that – because even if I'm reading a script on my – computer or if i'm watching tv man my concentration just wavers yeah yep. it's crazy there's always something yeah. something else you can do something yeah. else you can or do. in the ad breaks or something you know yeah um so that is a bit of a worry troublesome. i know i would if i had kids if slash if i do 
you know, we've been traveling in Europe to see my dad a bunch, and it's always very interesting. We can always tell the French kids versus, like, the British kids. This is such a sweeping generalization, but, like, the, the British kids and the American kids, they always have, like, an iPad, or they're watching, like, Bluey or whatever the fuck, you know, is the thing. Mm. And then it typically seems like the European families, they tend to include their kids more in, like, dinner and conversation and, like, eating and I don't know how you do it. Because even my bosses, they both have kids. Um, the ones that are older, they don't have screens, really. Although I'm curious to know now that they're kind of, like, in middle school like and all their friends, like you said. But growing up, they had, like, a rock climbing yeah. wall. They did stuff. My other boss, his son is about to be four. And I went over there to drop something off and I ended up having a glass of wine with his wife and she was like, I'm just going to put on cars or whatever he's obsessed with now. And she's like, he hasn't really watched TV all week. I'm like, that's crazy. I watch TV every day, but they have been really good about like keep, they have a backyard and he plays with the dog and you know, they go to the park. But again, I think it comes from the parents because if you and I are obsessed with our phones, like how can we make the kids not? It's also a lot more attention as a parent mm. to make sure your kids are actively mm. doing something using their imagination. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, you could have like one of those lock boxes or yeah. those bags that they use for comedy shows, put, <laughs> yeah. put the kids as soon as they come in the house. Time out. Yeah. Put it in the bag and all right. I think we'd both pick like up a to book be or something quite present though. Like, you know, I think with work, we've kind of moved to very online and it used to be, yeah, people didn't have computers at home. So work really didn't follow you home. Yeah. Now it's like, you're expected to be available pretty much any moment of the day. Yeah. I'm very flex. Like my work is very fortunate to be very flexible. So I don't feel bad about responding to an email at 11 PM because my bosses are in different time zones for you. I know you can work from anywhere mm-hmm. really, but there's also like the cons to it, yeah. which is you're never really off the clock. Uh, just let me just go check real quick. Yeah. See if anybody emailed me. Yeah. But yeah, (laughs) this movie was so random. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Disney. I got to watch more Disney. I do love Disney things. Uh, Have we done a movie that straight to TV movie like this? And not, yeah, not a streamer because this was right straight to TV. TV. I don't know. Listen, I love a TV movie. The Christmas movie I wrote will be straight to TV, you know, um, they shot it and who knows it might end up on hallmark or whatever but it, it's a different format it is it's like you could kind of tell like obviously there are no ad breaks on disney plus but you could tell where the breaks kind of were yeah like the building up yeah a bit formulaic but <laughs> like i don't know if any of our listeners have seen it or will go chase it down like my brother he's always like using our podcast as a guide of like to what you should movies, watch yeah i don't even know if he'll be able to <laughs> access it to be honest. oh wow yeah that's so interesting. Yeah. But anything else about this film? Uh, the one more thing that stuck out in my head was, again, with some of the like the graphics and the CGI, that scene where he walked up the wall when he got thrown out of oh the bar. Oh, my God. That was so It sad. literally, like, they stopped it, <laughs> turned the axis of the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the camera. Yeah. It literally took, like, two minutes for him to turn and then walk up. So some of that stuff didn't age, didn't hold oh up. Oh, my God. Uh, so funny. Well, I mean, limited budget, and it's like... Well, what was the budget, did you say? Uh, no, I'm just saying oh. probably a, more of a limited budget yeah. since it went straight to TV, yeah. but you you see the stuff, and for as an actor, I'm like, oh, you know, would I do something like this? Like, the script's kind of, you know, not cheesy, but it is, it's a family film, um, right? So I'm like, on that point, I'm like, yeah, I, th- I think I could do some family stuff, but then it, 
you know, he was on um, the Fran Dresser show and then she was doing um, Sabrina, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. So it's like. I think at the time this was shot, they were probably big gets for a movie like this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I that reckon. makes sense. Maybe yeah. That's what kind of got people. Or like maybe because they were known as TV stars, you know, people yeah. were like, oh, I'll watch it. Yeah. That was a draw. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, it is getting close to that time where we have to give someone from the cast or crew a shout out. I will go first. I am going to go with Susan Glicksman, who was the casting in the casting department, the casting director. Um, she has 103 credits as a casting director. I mean, a lot of TV movies, most recently in 2011, Girl Fight. Um, I'm just scrolling down the list. I mean, she did a lot of um, holiday movies, uh, Holiday in Handcuffs, Montana Sky. I'm going down the list to see if anything. Mortal Kombat Conquest in, in 1999. Like, that's a good one. She did, you know what? Fuck that. She did Baywatch, 147 episodes. She was the LA casting director. So I think we can say that she definitely made her money. And then I'm going down to see, like, what else she did. She was a producer on 242 episodes of Baywatch. And it, she was potentially the showrunner, it says. So. Yeah. From 1989 to 2001. So, yeah. That's a big run. Susan did some shit. She's, you know, I just, the reason I chose her was because I did think that it was well cast. I thought, you know, the kids, like, that's yeah. hard to find yep. those people. So, you know, Susan, you're probably legendary. We're probably just, like, finding you out about, it, about you now. But there's probably people that are like, oh, my God, she's, everyone knows her. Um, <laughs> so we see you and we appreciate we you. We see you and we appreciate you. Who do you, you have? So I went with Margaret more and she is the costume designer mm. this was very like late 90s mm -hmm. literally 2000 mm -hmm. a lot of neon colors to yep. start with some big jackets with yeah yep. patches and yep. you know some necklaces mm -hmm. so all that stuff's coming back like by the way yeah people yeah. are into it now and it's it's interesting so what is yeah 23 years later Jeez, yeah. um she's got like 50 previous costume designer credit she's been doing it since 1990 um she did boy meets girl the movie wow yeah um ton of credits so uh, it's uh the big hit was one of her you know what she was well known for beauty and the beast in 2012 mm. christmas inheritance so yeah it's a uh, and suits Ooh, I, I watched that show that's a good show you know who's on suits of course who's that miss princess oh yeah martin Megan Merkel. Megan Merkel. Megan Merkel. She lives in, not too far from us. I mean, yeah. realistically, like closer than London. We'll see. I think they're in Calabasas or something. Or we can go check her out. See her. I hope they're okay. Her new book. I'm team Harry all day. Okay. Okay. You, you, what do you feel? I, I just don't, I don't know if I care. <laughs> okay. You don't care. <laughs> I don't know if I care about them enough to be like, oh my God. Okay. So okay. sorry for her. Oh, for her. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I don't. Hopefully, I'm not going off right now. But as a it's biracial like, oh man my yourself, god, come yeah, exactly. On. Like she, she had no idea what she was getting into, no. and being thrown into the camera and the first family and yeah. all your dirty laundry getting aired out. Give me a break. Well, this has been going on forever. You saw it happen with Princess Diana. Yeah, Everybody knows that story. Yeah. You are going to be subject to the same things every other. I just other feel so sad because, like, we are kind of around the same age as, like, Will and Harry. Yeah. And growing up, like, I remember my mom just, like, sobbing one day when I came home from school. And I was like, is everything okay? And she's like, a wonderful lady died. And she was talking about Princess Prince, Diana. Yeah. Um, and, you know, being Australian, like, 
that's still my monarch yeah. you know living in canada like she's on the money um well now what's his face charles <laughs> mommy, um mommy mommy <laughs> it's just funny like my stepmom she's such a royalist and her opinion is so opposite like she thinks that they're horrible and she blames megan for everything and like i think being in america we're like nah brah like no not at all yeah. so if it if it's that if it's like megan or the family i'm Team, team Megan, Megan but like you, got, you knew what you were getting yeah. into, and then also as far as the monarchy goes, kind of irrelevant. At like, this point. and I, I mean, give all these countries their shit back. Yeah, seriously. That you stole. Also, like, you don't <laughs> need to be each spending millions and millions of dollars. Like, we don't need that. What yeah. we need is, I mean, England is going through an energy crisis. Like, people are. I mean, it's summer now, so they're okay. But like, they could not heat their homes. You know, they were Damn. being told to put cardboard in the windows to like conserve heat and like wow. live in the inside rooms. Yeah, because people's energy bills just like skyrocketed. Shot up, like last but December. But no, January. tell me more about your golden throne. Yeah, yeah. I think. So I think it's 2023. We don't need to be having kings <laughs> and queens anymore. I get it. You're a reality show, basically now. Yeah. Like, get your money, do your tours for oh, the then? palaces. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, same with like, you know, Harry and Meghan, write, write your books and all that stuff. But as far as like the, yeah, the monarchy goes, uh, like get countries have monarchies that just don't be in the media that much. You true. Know? Yeah, you're absolutely right. But my thing is like when these stories come out, it's mm. like, oh, we stole this, the scepter that we've had from no, India. The for Africans are like, can we just have our yeah, human remains back, back, please? Yeah, yeah. Remember By that, the way. Remember that kid you stole from yeah. us? Not even like the jewels. Like, yeah. Like, we'll, we'll get to that. Can we have, like, the people that are in a museum? Can we bury them, please? Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great if we could do that. Um, and yeah. they were like, sorry. We, uh. Listen, that section of the museum <laughs> has a high traffic foot rate. So if we start giving everybody their yeah. bodies back, yeah. that's What's like next? 8% of Egypt's our... Egypt's <laughs> wants their, their mummies back? They're like, actually, now that you've mentioned it, it's yeah, kind of yeah, fucked yeah. up that you have a pharaoh of ours on yeah, display. Yeah. How would you feel if we just took like, <laughs> Queen Elizabeth's body and put it in a pyramid? Mummy. Yeah, mummy, mummy. mummy. No, mummy. Oh, I made my step. That's, what is that, The Prince yeah, on HBO? Yeah, you put me on that. I was I geeking out. I made my stepmom watch the pilot. She was <laughs> face like a snack to us. My dad, I could tell he wanted to <laughs> snicker. Scott and I were hysterical because yeah. we know that show. We love it. She did not like it at all. Oh found it God. very offensive. <laughs> <laughs> She's British. I thought she could poke fun at herself, but yeah. only Americans can poke and Australians. Brits are like, I'm offended. Yeah. This is my culture. And culture is total oppression. Yeah. Love that journey for them. Um, anyway, sidebar. Um, Good sidebar. I don't know where Good we were going with this, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you were talking about your person, so yeah. appreciate them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah suits. Yeah. So suits and all that. Yeah. Well done. Wait, way to get back. I know. Way to take us back. Following the trend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Margaret Moore, we see you and we appreciate we'll you. See you and we appreciate Thank you for you. everything. Thanks. Thanks for finding Megan, putting yeah. her in the spotlight. And She's still doing her thing. Maybe, maybe yeah, she'll yeah. dress me one day. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I'd be down for that. Yeah. Uh, well, now we have to decide if this film is aged like Pokemon. <laughs> this film that no one's seen <laughs> that I fucking stumbled upon. Do you want to go first? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. I'm going to say, <laughs> oh, this one's tough. I'm going to say this one did age poorly yep. a little bit, mm-hmm. right? First of all, y- you can't sell <laughs> sell off your sister or significant others or family yeah. members. 
two men no, for you, cannot. <laughs> you shouldn't then for you. for gifts yeah or for, or for personal gain personal gain yeah influence or anything like that that's a just dead stop up. right there that's a no do not do that um <laughs> i felt and it, i go back and forth with this because i don't like that our minds go to guy in the house little Petter. kid pet exactly but it's so fucked up because this so many Experience. times has happened yes. that we gotta be on our guard for mm-hmm. this it's just something they're like, like it's so cute he came in the humans. house he took a cookie like yeah. i'm like is this cookie a metaphor for his butthole yeah for rape motherfucker <laughs> what's happening what's going on it he puts it in his pocket what does that mean yeah what is that why mean? is the babysitter just <laughs> sitting there <laughs> with her back turned yeah just like america yeah mm-hmm. um but and he, he invited him in too right because yeah. he said no i'm good and then he invited him in so he could have been a vampire for all uh, we yeah, know yeah well van helsing was a giveaway van helsing true but like if i'm if i'm out there vamping I'm gonna tell people I'm the opposition. I'm mm-hmm. oh yeah, I'm Van Helsing. Yeah, yeah, I'm a vampire hunter. Yeah. Where do you live? <laughs> Can I come in? Yeah, <laughs> let's talk about it yeah. in your house. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I I feel like yeah that this movie did not hold up. The you know CGI, some of the effects Trash. were kind of just like oh that's that's bad. And that's uh, not their fault. They were probably doing the best they could. Yeah, exactly. So Still but bad. yeah. Just didn't hold up. Uh, thought thought the acting was good. I think some of the stuff's a little tough to pull off. Mm. That kind of like quicker and it's I I keep thinking like cheesy. It's not cheesy. It's just like family oriented and like done up a little bit, mm-hmm. a little bit too much, like over over the top. So I, it was a fun watch. I watched it's it last night it. after we got after I got back from kickball. But yeah, it was. Uh, I found myself laughing a few times at the movie, just. Yeah. Not with the movie. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, that's it was it was I'm glad we watched it. Yeah. Easy decision for me. Totally age like milk. <laughs> Not about it. <laughs> I was like, Disney, what are you doing? That's so funny that they took that scene out. I feel like there's so many movies where people are starting to realize that they've been censored from their original. And then it's like we shouldn't be af- afraid to watch things that are offensive like we did Dumbo. Yeah. And it was like Ooh, and they have this like thing that comes up at the front. Disclaimer. That's fine. Put a disclaimer. But that's kind of like the whole point of our podcast is like things change, you know, like people evolve and it's okay to see history as like fucked up. Women. I, I was listening to a podcast and they're saying that's happening in public schools with mm. books and it's not. And the people on the podcast were like, I'd rather them not have the book in high school than edit it. Yeah. Like yeah. have it in the public library, the local library in town, but yeah. don't edit, don't cut out pieces and change. It's picking and choosing a little bit, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, on this movie, <laughs> fuck this movie, honestly. <laughs> I mean, go watch it if you want to be like, what the fuck are they talking about? But who's doing this? <laughs> and it's such like a terrible misogynistic, like, oh, you're 13 and you're the man of the house now. Cause yeah. Because a woman couldn't possibly look after herself or get her own dates and obviously you know better than your sister yeah and your mom and then the sister is like so upset understandably when she finds out and but he's not upset that he said it he's upset that she's upset and that she, he got caught and he got mad at his friends yeah oh you're a great friend yeah no bro yeah how about you a woman a is not brother. your property and you don't get to say what she does <laughs> so yeah easy decision for me fuck this also <laughs> no people of color in speaking roles really that like did anything yeah so nah, mate. Um, <laughs> I do wonder if Charles, like the dad from the nanny, 
he was like, oh, amazing. Like, I get to show my range. I'm not just the dad. I'm also an evil vampire. Yeah. This will open up potential for me as an actor. This is hard. Like, if you're a serious actor, this is – you get the script, and it's like, what can I do with this Then other than what he, exactly not, what Disney doesn't wants? doesn't have that problem because the nanny wasn't hardly <laughs> a serious acting role for him. Yeah, but you know what I mean, though? Yeah, like, say it was, else. like, That's someone else. Yeah. yeah, it's like, okay, yeah, what can I do here? And Disney's like, no. Like, you say these words. Like, yeah, you're upset, so you're upset. There's that, see the exclamation mark at the end? You're upset. Yeah. Just say it exactly like yeah, you said. Yeah, just say the lines. Say how they are. Yeah, so. I mean, that's the gig, isn't mm-hmm. it? Acting. It's like you sell yourself. I mean, the the Christmas movie I did, I'm so proud of it, even though it'll be so cheesy. But, like, you know, I wasn't ever fighting for the artistic integrity of, like, my vision. I was like, I pitched them an idea. Yeah. They liked it. And then I was like, I'm their bitch, you yeah. know? So I think as actors, it's like, it's like we were saying, like, you find if you're doing something that's, like, maybe a bit derogatory to your race or your gender i mean you have to make the decisions for yourself but if you do want the work i don't begrudge anyone and i'm like find your way through it yeah find the depth in that moment. Exactly. Uh, yeah to your point like you were saying earlier what, yeah. like what can you do with that yeah even though it might be something that's like oh we really we're still doing this yeah i mean i think a lot of people you know especially i'm my friends of color who are writers they're like i just don't want to do that anymore like i just don't want to see that i don't want to write that i don't want to participate they'd rather do something like bridgerton and be like let's be joyful let's be Mm -hmm. just doing that but i do feel like every couple of years they're like and here's the slave play (laughs) offering and you're like oh man yeah who uh who the, he was a stunty and now he's the director of all the John Wicks, Chad. Chad Zaleski. So I was listening to a podcast he was on because mm. um, I'm a fan of like the John Wicks. Yeah. And he was saying, he's like, that's why we kind of stick to more of the fantasy side. He's like, I like, I think he was saying mythology and like gods and stuff like that. And I can, I can take something and put all these things into a script mm-hmm. that I want. And like, obviously, always there's always going to be a critic or somebody like upset about one part, but you really can't. Stick me to anything because it's on the fiction side, yeah, and uh, and we're just adding pieces to it, so it's like, yeah, could have been my boss, could have been a Paris on John Wick Four. We took a different path, but who knows that Paris? Like we talked about ghost ships and like uh, careers and stuff. She's out there, yeah, she's still getting coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Um, always a pleasure. Love the in-person ones. There's so much energy to them. Maybe we'll do the next one in person too. Yeah, let's do it. Um, For now, you should go ahead and check your fridge. And make sure that milk is not spoiled. Um, Set your mom off on a date (laughs) with a random stranger. That's our show. Sell your sister. (laughs) Sell your sister. She's five dollars and a kiss. All right, there. Um, No, seriously. Uh, The Gross Milk is Gross. Thanks for listening to our podcast, and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye.